How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, you guys. I'm so excited that you have decided to listen to this show today. Of all the days. So today we're going to start talking about how do you as an individual know what to believe in and it's so so important we are in a completely new frequency this is like a new way of being you know it used to be that you grew up and you picked a career and you learned how to do your career you had an apprenticeship or you had like a training period or you went to college and then you know you just had your career and then you had your career and you know you met the people that you were supposed to meet in your workplace or in your church or in some sort of groups that you belong to and you hung out with those people and invited them over for dinner and you know they invited you over for dinner and your kids commingled and you know that was your life and then you retired you got your gold watch depending on where you retired from you may have you know got a rolex or <laughs> Maybe you just thought, you know, a Timex or whatever it is. And right now, I would say, you know, if you were looking for those things as the litmus test of whether or not you have succeeded at being yourself, they're just not present anymore. And so I really felt like there was a lot of you who were looking to know more about how you as an individual will know what to believe in that belongs to you. It becomes your thing to believe in. And so I always have, you know, a pretty controversial point of view about things. And so if you have shown up today of all days, I'm going to invite you, if this show has been valuable to you at the end of our 55 minutes together, I'm going to invite you to like this show, comment what you enjoyed about on this show, and, you know, just really let me know, like one, where are you in the world? Two, what is it that you would like to receive more information on? And three, like, what did you really enjoy about this show? Or what didn't you enjoy about this show? So I have way more feedback. My crew here at Inspired Choices Network has this show of mine called Big Fat Lies on an incredible amount of platforms. And so I need to know where you're tuning in from. Say hello to me. Let me know where in the world you are so that I can really start 
effort to tailor this program to the listeners. I have gorgeous, dedicated listeners, and I need to know where you are in the world. And if you're a brand new listener, maybe you can just put hashtag newbie and let me know wherever you are on the planet. So today's show is called How to Know What to Believe in how to know what to believe in, and where does belief live in your personal consciousness? I mean, it it resides everywhere. It will be in your aura. It will be in your astrology chart. It will be in your human design chart. I can show you the places and spaces where belief will reside. It's multiple places. We're going to have a look at one specific place just to simplify this. And I also want you to know how to spot a lie or something to put zero faith in. Zero faith in. Like if you already know somebody's lying to you, the only thing that you can put faith in is that they're lying to you. (laughs) Doesn't that make you want to laugh? You're like, oh my God, there's so much freedom in that. I already know I'm being lied to. So I don't even have to pay attention to that. And what can you do to expand your peace of mind right now? I just, I really want you to know that in a world gone mad, there are really, really simple, simple places and spaces to look to know where you as an individual can know what to believe in. And so probably you're like, either you're confused, you're like, okay, Jennifer, there's so much going on. How do I make it simple? Or you're like, maybe you're even skeptical. Maybe you're like, you know, like there's no way in 55 minutes I can know what to believe in. And so we're going to do our best. (laughs) We're going to do our best with the caveat that wherever you're listening, if any of this is confusing, just go ahead and write in the chat. I will find it, my team will find it, and I will invite you into a chat conversation about whether this is confusing or not confusing. And you are so welcome to email me at jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. And any of your comments or questions are so welcome. Just send me an email. And if it turns out it needs to be a part of a bigger conversation, I'll invite you into a bigger conversation with me if that works for you. And keeping in mind that this is what I do for a living. And so a conversation is great. A big, long, you know, hours long discussion will be something that needs to happen in the container of a session or a reading with me. And so what do we want to do today? Like if you could get anything out of today, what would you love to ask for? Here's the thing that I would love to give you today. I would love to give you some vectors to have a look at. And so you may not know this, but how a cell phone works is it needs three different ping points, three different ping points. And this is also how quantum physics works. So you're one of the ping points, and then two more cell towers are the different ping points. And so these are what I would love to give you today. I'm going to give you you. We'll know more about you because you've been you all of the years that you've been you. 
And so I would just love for you to be able to just drop any barriers to you being you today and any expectations of whether you get this or whether you don't get this, just, just let them drop into the earth and the earth will suck those up and turn them into what the earth turns fertilizer into, more earth. And then the other two pain points that I would love to talk about today is on your astrology chart, you will have your moon placement. Like, where is your moon? What sign is your moon in? And so you can pull that up. Uh, if you go to gm, gm.jenniferkramerlewis.com, you can pull up a free chart there. Or maybe you already know what your moon placement is. And then I would love for you to have a look at what house your moon placement is. What house is your moon placement in? And so I use something called uh, human design and also gene keys and astrology to give my clients a little bit more clarity on the information that they're receiving. I get tons of information, tons, tons, tons of information and awarenesses, and I always have. So if you look at my bio on my website at jenniferkramerlewis.com, you can find out more about me, you know, and how long have I been receiving all these informations from the earth and from people's bodies and from people's businesses and from the land and from animals. I am a lifelong sensitive and it's built right into my chart and for so many years I really I was probably what they call a highly sensitive person HSP and I still am but before that terminology came out I spent a lot of time being judged for how sensitive I was and also judging myself for how sensitive that I am. And so probably only recently, you know, within the last 10 or 15 years, I've given myself the information that I needed to be able to have fun and be profitable with the amount of sensitivity that I do have and, you know, learned how to navigate this sensitive being. And it's so funny, like I, um, I remember having a conversation with a woman and, you know, I was letting her know, okay, well, you know, this is what it costs to work with me. This is the investment that you have to make. And she asked some questions. And one of the things that she said was, well, if this comes so easily to you, why would you charge so much for it? <laughs> So think about that for yourself. Like, are there things that come so easily to you that you have difficulty charging for? And, you know, maybe that's something that makes it difficult to believe in yourself when somebody discounts something that you are naturally talented at, you know, and just because I'm talented at it doesn't mean that I haven't spent years and years of study learning how to navigate the messages, learning how to translate the messages, learning how to make sure that the messages don't knock me flat. And they absolutely do knock me flat. Like yesterday, very very interesting and I'm learning to navigate this still you know um I just had to go and lay down I, I meditated for like two and a half hours yesterday afternoon because there was so much coming through and you know we have a giant eclipse happening right now and you know we've had two eclipses in a row 
And so that kind of information used to just knock me flat. And I didn't know why it was knocking me flat. And now I do. I'm like, okay, I really can't work one more minute. What do I need to do right now? And it was really quite obvious that I needed to just go meditate. And so that's what I did. And so when you are being knocked flat by information, knocked flat by other people's points of view about what you should do in your life, knocked flat by the solar eclipses, knocked flat by the soul, um, what's that called? I'm going to call it the sulfate, Schumann resonance, knocked flat by basically the buzz of the earth, knocked flat by solar flares. Like these are really important for you to know when these things are coming so that you can plan for them. And this is something that I've been doing now for, I think, about two years now, I've been really looking at the astrological transits and where they hit my body and um, really planning, planning on that. And so how does that wrap up in today's topic called how to know what to believe in? Well, if you are able to use astrology to predict the future for yourself, like maybe you're not as sensitive as I am and you don't get pings about the future or pings about who you will, you know, be spending time with or, or frequencies, then what can happen is it knocks you flat, and then you start to not to know what to believe in. And then that becomes like a toilet bowl spiral, you guys, you're not seeing the situation of your life accurately, because you're looking at it through the lens of doubt of you. And that's so cruel. Oh my God, it's just so cruel. Like that just stabs me right in the heart when I'm working with people who have doubt of themselves. And I will tell you, it's been a huge lifelong journey of mine. And I'm still learning to really put my talents front and center and not even bother working or even explaining myself to people who don't get it who, you know, when they come into my field, they don't feel what the people who are supposed to work with me feel. And so normally the people who are supposed to work with me become more centered, more grounded. They have a strong, stronger sense of self, a stronger sense of their mission. And then they're like, oh my God, I just feel better when I'm with you, Jennifer. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you're a part of my soul fractal. You're actually supposed to feel better when we connect. And so I did spend a lot of time trying to like be a different person for every person I met. And, you know, I wanted to connect so badly that I really just created a whole bunch of stuff that I there's no bloody way that I could believe in it because I didn't believe in myself. And I had a huge sense of doubt of what my mission was on the planet. But you consider what the world was like 15 years ago. Like you couldn't say, oh, well, I'm a professional intuitive in the realm of business and finance and wealth. Like who the hell would believe in that? That was so interesting. So we're coming up on our first break. After the break, we are going to talk about the mindset that's necessary to know what to believe in. And we're going to start to weave that into your energy centers. So I really invite you to join me after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the Inspired Choices Network, and this is Big Fat Lies. See you after the break. 
Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. So before the break, I was talking about how for me getting messages from spirit and getting messages from people's ancestors and getting messages from the land and animals and you know basically anything that wanted to give me a message is something that has been for me very very easy and it was interesting I was actually really quite lucky I grew up going to church with my grandma and my grandma's church actually believed that you could receive messages from God, like you didn't need an intermediary. And I was really, really lucky in that regard. I mean, the messages that I was receiving were from all sorts of things. But at that point, when I was a little person, um, it was very simple. I just thought the messages that I was getting were from God. And, you know, in a way, when you think of all of the different beings that are available to channel from, you know, there can be uh, there can be a God force energy in it. And, you know, I've talked about different uh, ways of channeling and I've mentioned them through my show and my, my show archives are just there. So, you know, like if you love this show, if you're really having fun listening to this show and you become curious about me, I do recommend uh, that you jump onto my show archives. So if you go to my link tree and it's forward slash, so it's link tree forward slash Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and it's Kramer with a C, then you can grab my show archives or you can also go on to the Inspired Choices Network website and find my podcast and go through my show archives there. And then I'm everywhere you are. So if you love any podcast platform or any OTT TV platform, my show will be on there. It's on over 250 platforms. So the likelihood of you being able to find me wherever you like to listen or watch is really, really high. 
And so I would love for you to have a look at a certain place that I want to look at today with you, which is called your conscious moon. So your moon placement in your chart. And so if you've got a chart in front of you or you know where your moon placement is, then I would love for you to just have a look at where that moon placement is. And today we're going to actually talk about the houses of your moon placement and maybe a bit about the astrology of your moon placement. So if you do know about astrology, then you are going to want to just pay attention to that moon placement today. And the reason why I want to talk about the moon placement is that's what drives you. So in this incarnation, your moon placement is the thing that's going to be an overarching theme for you. You're going to be like, until I get that frequency, I'm not going to feel all that satisfied. <laughs> so if you pull your genetic matrix chart so if you go to gm.jenniferkramerlewis.com it's going to take you to genetic matrix and you're going to be able to pull your chart and so your moon placement on genetic matrix is going to be one two three four one, two, three, four, five placements on the right-hand side. You'll see a little moon sign, and there'll be a number there with a number after the decimal. And so the first number is the flavor. So it's not going to be, it's like going to be your ice cream flavor of what you are being driven by to succeed on this planet. And then the dot and the placement after the decimal will be sort of like the vehicle. And then what I really want to talk about today is the houses, the houses. And so that's going to be the third piece of information that will be available to, to you today. And so the reason why I want you to know about the house is because there are 12 different house placements. 12 different house placements. And so some of the information, this is going to help you filter the information. So some of the information coming at you is really not your information. So only one of those 12 houses is going to even be useful to you. So what if you could only have one twelfth of the information? that's coming at you for like what you might need to believe in. And so this moon placement is the driver for you. And so it's encoded on your DNA that this is your driver. This is something that's super important to you. And so we're going to talk about the house placement today. I have other shows where we talk about the line placement, which is the number one, like the the one through six that's after the decimal point. And I promise I will repeat this one more time so we don't get it complicated. So we've got a number, we've got a decimal, and we've got a number one through six here. And then we've got the house placement, which I wanna talk about today. And so one of the places where you can get information about the flavor is my friends over at Unlock Your Design have something called the 64 Doors. 
And so you can find your placement there. So just for example, I have 44 in my moon, which is called the grid worker. And the grid worker is really, really interested in creating conscious partnerships and conscious allies and conscious networks so that people who are looking for allies and partnership and community can find that. So that's one of my huge drivers is putting the correct people together with the correct people and also putting the correct information in front of people. And so if you've been listening to me on the regular, you know how much I care about you being with the correct people and not being around people who make you feel like shit. You know, because if you're feeling like shit, the biggest thing is you're being lied to. You're being lied to. And so at the top of the show, I was talking about, you know, how do you know if you're being lied to? Well, anything that makes you feel blame, shame, regret, guilt, anger, rage, fury, hate, any of that means that there's a lie. There's a lie, you guys. There's a lie. (laughs) And how many lies are out there right now? So many freaking lies. The people that we're supposed to be able to trust, the people that our grandparents thought that they could trust and our great-great-grandparents thought that they could trust have turned out to be really unlikely people that we can trust. And so the only person that you can trust is you. And the only way that you can trust you is if you really start to tap into what you are here for and you stay focused. So if you're here for one particular frequency, then, I mean, you're here for a ton of different frequencies. If you've ever seen a human design chart, you are here for a ton of different frequencies, but for different reasons. So we're talking about your driver today, like the main thing that gives you the juice in your life is this moon placement. It's really, really important that you pay attention to your moon placement. So you can get the information about the first number if you go to unlockyourdesign.com and you look for 64 doors you'll get the information about the archetype Bella and Crystal have done an amazing job or sorry, Bella and Ashley have done an amazing job there. And then the line placement afterwards, we've talked about that quite a bit in my shows. So look for my archives and you should be able to get some tons of information on the line placement in the archives there. But let's talk about the houses today. So if you have the first house, the first house is all about your self-image and the image that we project to others. First impressions, how we start things, our relationship with our immediate environment, our general outlook and our physical appearance. And so that's the only thing that you have to pay attention to if you are in the first house is first impressions, how we start things, our general outlook. It's a very personal position. And so if your moon is in the first house, it's all about you. It's just all about you. And if your moon is in the second house, it's about self-worth and money. This is 
what you need to pay attention to if your moon is in the second house. Money and personal finances, your sense of self-worth and your basic values, your personal possessions. That's it. That's your driver is taking care of business, making sure that you have enough money for you and have the personal possessions that make you feel good. And so if somebody's trying to like invite you to belong to a charity, that's not going to turn you on. So you might be making yourself feel shitty, but you're really only here to pay attention to you. Now, the moon in the third house is all about communication. It's about interactions with our um, immediate environment, our siblings, our like very first family, your neighbors, your neighborhood. But it's also about writing and speaking language and your media and communications. Like I have a bunch of third house placements and, you know, like maybe you watch my stuff and you're like, oh my God, Jennifer, you do all of these things and you're so front and center and you're on camera all the time. Well, this is, I have a ton of third house stuff. So it's super important for me to be here and be present and be speaking with you and giving you information, especially with my grid worker. My grid worker really, really wants to pay attention. And so these three are all individual. They're all individual. Like even though I'm sharing with you, I'm giving you information about my individual experience so that you can bounce it off your individual experience. Remember, we were talking about those vectors. You know, you are one vector. Some information is another vector. Some information is another vector so that you can give yourself a peace of mind that you are in the correct place at the correct time. So the first three houses especially are about you and your individual experience on this planet. So, you know, if you're not getting turned on about being a part of a huge community, if you're not getting turned on about doing charity work, then there are other people who are here to do charity work. And maybe it's not you and there's nothing wrong with that. So if you're one of those first three house placements, what you can believe in is you. You can believe in you, especially when you are on a solo mission to planet Earth to be you in the very best way possible. So first house, second house, third house are all about you, your self-expression and how you attach to you and learn more about you. Isn't that great? This is going to bring you so much freedom. So we're heading into another break. I really want to invite you to join me for the rest of the program so that we can get through all 12 houses so that we can take away a huge weight off of you so that you know what mission you're here and what genre of mission that you're here to believe in you, in you being on that mission. So please join me after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the Inspired Choices Network and you're listening to Big Fat Lies. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? 
business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferKramerLewis.com. Oh my goodness, you guys, welcome back. So in the previous segment, we were talking about the first, second, and third house. And now we're into the fourth house, which is where my moon placement is. And this is all about family, home, roots, security, and also our psychological foundations, our family, our home life, instinctive behavior, a very mothering energy, our ancestry, our communication with the past, our sense of security, domestic life, and coincidentally, real estate, which I was in for years and years before I started doing business coaching, intuitive business coaching. So I have a huge history of, I'm in a real estate family. I joke that I'm real estate royalty. My grandpa owned a real estate firm and you know tons of my family have been in real estate over the years and continue to be in real estate I love real estate and so if you're a fourth house placement this is all about your primary family security and also your ancestry and so your bloodline your ancestors and your connection with the past so you are here to be a part of a community if you are in a fourth house placement. So think about that for yourself. So the fifth house placement becomes even part of a bigger community. It's about self-expression, creativity, pleasure, and romance. So creative self-expression, pleasure and entertainment, all forms of play, uh, speculation and gambling, hobbies, your attitude towards romance, your romantic relationships, your attitude towards fun, drama, costumes. And so this is interesting. My pearl, like my number one super highway to super abundance is actually in a fifth house placement. So if I don't have any play or creative self-expression in my life, then I just can't get there. I just can't get there. So if your moon is in this fifth house, 
super important that you spend a lot of your time doing what's fun for you with people who are fun for you. So this isn't necessarily about your primary family. This is about your bigger community way bigger community with the fifth house placements and so you know it's about like putting great clothes on and hanging out with great people and having wonderful conversations and laughing and like making love and so if you're not doing enough of that I would recommend that you spend way more time way way more time having fun so if you're a sixth house placement this is about your work and your health. So this is about your work and your job, uh, also developing techniques and methods. This is your daily life and how you live your daily life and how you keep order. This is about self-improvement, your health, your nutrition, your attitude about food, your attitude about being of service to others and being of service to yourself. You see how this is expanding. It's not just your intermediates. This is your work life. And so if you have a moon placement where you aren't doing enough of this sort of uh, techniques and methods, it makes me think that you really do need to have a morning routine if you have a sixth house placement. Super, super important. And it's how you refine and perfect your life and your attitudes towards that. So sixth house placement people, you need a morning routine and then you also need a battle plan for self-improvement. So if you don't have self-improvement on your calendar, and you are a six, six house placement, you could receive a ton of frustration. You might not be the happiest person in the whole world if you're a six house placement in your moon. So you're a seventh house placement. This is all about partnership, allies, marriage, so companionship, partnerships, one-on-one -on -one relationships, your marriage, your significant other, beginner, um, your business partnerships. And then it can also be lawyers, mediators, counselors, contracts. So this is more about you're getting bigger now, but you're also getting official. This is official. This is like, who do we get in bed with? financially who do we get in bed with physically who are we inviting to spend a long-term relationship with this is not like the fifth house which was like um lovers and you know friends with benefits this is long-term relationships and so if you don't have a long-term relationship you don't have allies then it may be a good idea for you to pay attention to and start to build that very very carefully because that's your driver you know you might be one of those kind of people that have had difficulty creating a love relationship someone you could trust because you've had too many sort of like flings this is not the fling kind of relationship. You need to be looking for the people who are into you, into you in a business sense, into you in a relationship sense, into you as like super best friends. You know, this is like the pillars of your life. If you have a seventh house placement in your moon. 
very, very important. And that you are very careful about who you invite in. You may all have a contract for those people that you are inviting into your life. Like, you know, I mean, you may have a cohabitation agreement before you let somebody, you know, move in with you especially for business, you may have a non-disclosure agreement, you know, protect yourself in this seventh house placement. Super important that this is more like the pillars of your life. So you can't treat it like it's sort of like a fling when really you are looking for a long-term partnership agreement, you know, really best friends that last a long, long time with this seventh house placement. Super, super important to have a look at that. Now, eighth house placement. Now we're getting juicy. So this is transformation and sexuality and death and personal growth. This is a really, really juicy, juicy house placement. So this is about transformation and crisis. Our attitude towards transformation and crisis, it's about sexuality, sex, death and rebirth, personal growth and transformation. Also our partners, resources, it can be about addictions, psychology, other people's money, taxes, divorce, inheritance. And so with an eighth house placement in your moon, you have signed up for the full meal deal, my friends. <laughs> so this may be surprising to you. You're like, I don't know who to believe in. And then you are like having a look and you find out that you have an eighth house placement. This is not heavy. This is a full meal deal. This is a full spectrum experience. And so if you have an eighth house placement and you don't have enough of your partner's resources, you don't have enough personal growth and transformation, you don't have enough juicy hot sex, you don't have enough change and transformation, then what can happen is you create divorce you create like so much drama because it belongs to the same coin. It's a different side or a different facet of the same jewel is drama. So have a look at that for yourself. You people with eighth house placements, there can be a bunch of drama going on and it will depend on what the flavor is. It will depend on what the flavor is. And so if you want to know more about the flavor, I recommend that you go over to my friends at unlockyourdesign.com and look for the 64 doors. And so your first number there is going to give you information on what the flavor of your placement will be. And so the ninth house, again, we're coming back to our personal belief system, but it's a personal belief system in a bigger sphere. So this is our sense of exploration. You are, what do I believe about myself in the bigger world? So religious beliefs and philosophy, higher education, long distance travels, our morals, foreign languages and cultures, our personal truths, publishing and commerce and so this would be a perfect house placement for somebody who really can see the big picture and they want to share this personal truth um it makes me think of that book uh eat pray love like i wonder if uh 
um, I think it's Elizabeth Gilbert. I wonder if she's a ninth house placement in her moon. Like she really did disseminate some gorgeous things in that book. So important that we have a sense of what our own beliefs are and what our own personal philosophy is. And so as a part of a bigger stage, this ninth house placement is out in the world, long distance travels. And, you know, so this isn't sitting at the hearth fire. This is you out in the world exploring things and having adventures and speaking foreign languages and meeting new people and really getting a sense of what your own personal truth is and even what your own personal morals are. Like when you get away from home, is it what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? What happens in Bali stays in Bali? Like to get to stretch your legs and find out like what is really true for me. And so if you haven't left home, if you're still living in the same borough as a ninth house placement, it's really, really time that you get out into the world as a ninth house placement. Super, super important that you travel. And, you know, with the world as it is, you may have to get like a little camper van and travel in your own country. If, you know, long distance travel and sitting on a plane with a mask for 12 hours doesn't sound like anything that's fun for you, then maybe you might want to get like a little, um, Westphalia or a little camper van and just travel around in your own province or your own state. That might be super cool for somebody who is a ninth house placement. So what do we know about all of this is the more you pay attention to these, these codes, this information that's coming through, the more your life becomes a series of adventures your life becomes a series where your precognition like you being able to predict what's going to happen for you in your lifetime becomes so much easier because you know what to believe in you know what's true for you because you're only paying attention to what's true for you not what not what's true for everyone around you your private mission is is what's true for you so we're heading into the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the Big Fat Live Show on Inspired Choices Network. Join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, this has gone by so quickly. I'm so excited that you're still here with me. So now we're going into the 10th house placement. So the 10th house is all about career your profession, your responsibility, and your status. So your contribution to society, your 
position in society, your social standing, your material success, and your position. And it's so interesting. This is my SQ in my gene keys. So this is the thing that gets me the most jacked, makes me feel the most alive, is talking to people about their career, about their contribution to society, their social standing. How do they get the most juice out of what it is that they're here to be and do. And so if you are a 10th house placement, you are all about your career and your profession and your contribution to society. So we're probably starting to talk about you making enough money to be a philanthropist, you having enough position in society to share the wealth of your information, to share the wealth of your social standing and your achievement. And so I would say with a 10th house placement, you are an achiever. And if you can't see your achievements yet, it might be really cool to sit down and just write out a timeline. What have I survived? What have my achievements been? You know, because it may not be like a old Michael J. Fox movie for the 1980s, like the secret of my success. It may be the secret of your success was that you actually survived. So think about that for yourself. So 11th house placement, we're starting to get a little bit more groovy. This is your acquaintances and your friends, but on a big scale. This is groups, organizations, hopes and wishes, your personal goals, our sense of ourselves within a group, and then humanity at large. So someone with an 11th house placement would be really amazing if that person was like a social worker or a psychologist, somebody who's really working with humanity at large. Like, wouldn't it be amazing if the head of a state or the head of a country had an 11th house placement? They might be a lot more conscious than some of the people that we have running our countries. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And then 12th house placement. This is your soul group. Soul growth, not your soul group. 11th house is your soul group. 12th house is your soul growth. This is what's hidden or below the surface. This is karma. This is what your hidden strengths are and your hidden weaknesses. This is your private affairs. It's also hospitals and prisons and spiritual studies and so this is almost like Pisces right and so if you have a 12th house placement this is a really great placement for somebody who does growth work this is a really amazing placement for someone who uh, is an energy worker or a healer and you know you can have a 12th house placement and be an energy worker or a healer within the field of government you can be within the field of law you can maybe even be a healer accountant so i'm not saying that you have to be you know putting on the patchouli and the tie dye with the 12th house placement you're going to want to look at your flavor and then which is um, your first number and then you're also going to want to look at what your line number is there. And I have plenty of shows talking about how to navigate those line numbers. And so 
why do I want you to have this information? Well, I just, it's so, so important that you stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You know, there are jobs for everyone. There are positions for everyone. It's not your job to be everything to everyone. You know, it makes me think of that funny song, you know, a little bit of everything all of the time. You don't have to do that and you don't have to be that. And that's something that I would say will give you a huge peace of mind, huge peace of mind. Stay in your lane, really start to investigate that position. What house position is your moon in your conscious moon? So that's on the black side if you're pulling your human design chart and investigate it, contemplate it, even ask yourself some questions like, you know, how much. So if 10 out of 10 is I'm absolutely in my house placement, how much are you in your house placement in that position? Like, how much are you? I am in a fourth house position. And so a lot of it has to do with people's personal information, people's personal transformation, and my personal transformation with regards to me working with people in their personal transformation. And the fourth is also very, very heart driven. And so super important to me to be in my heart, you know, the heart of the home be in my heart. And I would say that I probably care more in in the grand scheme of things, I have been that person who's trying to do a little bit of everything all of the time, you know, people bring me this problem of theirs, and it's not in my lane. But because I have this deep intuition, and I receive messages from their guides and their ancestors, you know, I have been in the past guilty of giving them way too much information. And so be careful stay in your lane, investigate what house your moon is in, and just allow the other people to do their job. Just allow the other people to do their job. And what will happen is you're going to get way more information about what your job is. And when you fulfill on your job, it gives people permission to fulfill on their jobs. (laughs) because you're not trying to do their jobs too and you know I mean that's the biggest thing that people come to me that is my specialty is working with people who are in burnout my specialty is to help them really simplify their lives stay in their lane set you know really correct boundaries with the people around them so that they can have a life that works for them where they have so much vitality and so much joy. So reach out if that's something that sounds like what you're looking for. Join me next week for I Can't Hate Christmas. (laughs) So that's on the 24th of December. I'm going to have so much fun debunking the myth that you can't hate Christmas. So if you're thinking I hate Christmas, you might want to join me for that show. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, 
Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.